Look up there in the sky. It's a bird, a plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One Pippin. One Judo. One fortnightly discussion of comics and nerd culture. I'm your host, Robbie Darman, literature geek and writer. I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Hansel Boys Comics Hour, your home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. This is episode 254. I'm just doing a little hammering. How are you doing, Eric? Uh, I'm good. I'm eager to unpack your thoughts now that you've teased me. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Berserk, Volumes 4 through 14 by Kentaro Mira later on in Book Club. We had discussed in a previous episode, the first the first few, I thought, hey, this is, I like it. And I liked most of this, and then I didn't. Um, but we'll talk, we'll get that later. We'll unpack all my, all my thoughts and feelings, and unpack Eric's thoughts and feelings, too. I'm honestly curious um, about how you feel, Eric. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. You have to be patient out there, listeners, because first we mm-hmm. have comic books that came out much more recently to talk about. How much more recently? Well, they came out actually the past couple weeks. It is time for our first segment. It's time for Flobby Sport Nightly. Flobby Sport Nightly is a bar show where Eric and I review a selection of the past couple weeks' books to tell you to buy or do not buy them. There's a mush meter goes from one to five. If we're feeling mushy about any of our decisions, our first book of the week is Hawkeye Free Fall number one, written by Matthew Rosenberg, Art Otto Schmidt, letters Joe Sabino. Got ourselves so a, guess, a new Hawkeye I guess book. If, yeah, I guess, I guess if you uh, if you need a book drawn about a dude with a bow and arrow, you get Otto Schmidt to do it. I guess that's true. They're like I think that I think that's weird. I'm I, I didn't notice at first that it was him, and then I'm like, oh, that's definitely an Otto Schmidt drawing. Did Otto Schmidt do this? And I went back and read the read the credits, and I'm like, oh, that's that's ironic. He's, I mean, he's typecast the guy that draws archers. I mean, he there's after he, after Green Arrow and Hawkeye. He I, he goes on to the other Hawkeye, I suppose. You get to, mm-hmm. to Kate Bishop, and then who else? What else we got? <laughs> There's not a lot of superheroes with with bows and arrows at I mean, that he point. He can he can draw the uh, the Brave comic. He can draw the Katniss uh, comic. I mean, the the options are endless. It's going to be mostly women at this point. Fair enough. Uh, what do you think? I I I like what they're doing here. I feel like tonally. It fits with the Hawkeye that I want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it's it's compelling enough. A guy who's ostensibly kind of pretending to be Hawkeye, committing these crimes, and they have to figure it out. It's it's good, you know. It makes me smile. I I enjoy his banter and his character, and I I mean I had a good time reading it and think it's a story i want more of i think it's not a whole lot else to it than that and and, and otto schmidt even though i was goofing on the fact that he's in this book otto schmidt can draw his ass off so this looks very good 
it does look very good no bones about it um i i I like this hawkeye as well it's you know it's not exactly fraction hawkeye but it is a jason i think Mm -hmm. um him pounding around with with bucky and and sam i'm i'm down with that dating the night nurse down with that i like the hood as a villain even though this is very different than (laughs) the last hood comic i read was i think his solo written by brian k vaughn i want to say like 10 years ago which is very serious (laughs) and this hood is not serious at all uh but i still like it i think i'm the same with you like it's 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 a nice pleasant fun superhero adventure Mm -hmm. book and i i think that's all it needs to be the 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 tone is exactly right yeah what i want out of hawkeye and i i don't know it's it's the right mix of action and seriousness and comedy yeah i agree i'm I'm like it's an uncomplicated buy like if you're just looking for a good superhero book i think that's what this is it looks it looks good voice is good bye yeah so double bye hawkeye freefall number one next up is star number one written by kelly thompson art javier pina with philippe andrade colors jesus abertov letters and design clayton cows we haven't been reading Captain Marvel. I have not been reading Captain Marvel. I know you haven't. Yeah, I rarely have that much interest in in reading it. Uh, this, this, I, I've only seen like some talk about this character mm-hmm. on on the internet. So I was like, eh, it's a number one. Let's see what it is. Give it a shot. What do you think, Eric? I think I already know how you feel about it. But what do you think? I don't know if 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 you know how I feel about it. Please tell me because <laughs> I Maybe I don't know what to make of this book. It it feels like kind of a mess, and like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this character. Like she's not she's not clearly in column A or column B. It doesn't it doesn't make me feel anything. And they're juxtaposing her against characters that like I do have thoughts about and not showing me how she's like them or dislike them it's just she just goes into situations and starts problems and like i i don't know i don't get what the what the hell this book is supposed to be about it it could be a lot worse but like i i don't know is this just a book about what a mess her life is and her just just like falling on her face over and over again it's just it's weird to me yeah, it's I I don't know. I think it expects you expects us to have some I that's what I have to assume anyway mm-hmm. that we have that it expects us to have some we've read Captain Marvel and we've seen we saw her arc in that book. And it, this gives us a rundown of what happens in that vaguely, but I I don't really have any, you know, I've only seen little pieces of her appearances in Captain Marvel. And so I don't really have any feelings about her one way or the other. And I'm just like, okay, it, and then you get the kind of the hook is, oh, she has a a reality stone inside her for some reason. And it let her cheat death. And I like, you know, I think Loki's cool to be in this, in this book. I, I, you know, I like the Scarlet Witch and I'm, but I think what you said is exactly how I feel. (laughs) Like, it's just... I don't know what how to feel about this character. She's not really mm-hmm. a hero. She's not a, really a villain. She's not like an anti-hero either. 
and I don't if she's part of like this a larger thing a larger thing with the reality stone, which is what I assume, you know, there's mm-hmm. reality stone inside her, it's connected something to something bigger. There's no hint of that either. It's just her kind of bumbling around with Jessica Jones and then Loki and then at the very end Scarlet Witch. And I mean, I don't know. I think the book looks good. Yeah, it does. I I just think it's kind of like it's kind of a I don't know if it's I wouldn't I don't know if I would call it a mess, but it's not coherent. And I like, you know, when you buy a number 1, it's you know, I feel like it should have narrative thrust behind it and it should be propelling you forward through the story and we should be you know care about the character at the very least i feel like it should have done a lot more work to establish who the fuck she is why to root for and what she wants what this story is about and and yeah none of that's here we see her interact with those those people Mm -hmm. and the cliffhanger is Scarlet Wish showed up. Oh my god, you get to see a person. Yeah, that's right. That's not a big impactful thing that makes me go, oh, I should read too. It's more just like, oh, okay. I'm sure that'll be cool, but Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't come off as bad because I think this person writes pretty okay, like snappy dialogue and I like Kelly Thompson. It's the, the, the I'm not I we probably even read Kelly Thompson, but I don't have like an impression on myself. But it feels like there's fundamental stuff that's wrong here. But there's like a lot of I don't know. There's other fun. I, I would say writing good dialogue is 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 another is a, is a fundamental and they do that well. I, I'm like, I, I think I'm a do not buy. I, I want to. No, yeah, there's no reason. I, I, I it's just it feels probably is my guess is that it expects you to have read captain marvel mm. but i if that is the case that it, it i like it, it i think it really sums up my feelings about this book was like when i was re- looking at stuff we should read this week i was i you know when i'm at the, on the fence of stuff i look at the preview pages on comiXology we'll give you like three or four preview pages to see what the first what the book is and it's her waking up in bed alarmed and then a couple straight pages of her in a bar, just talking to herself in a villain's bar, and then she fights Titania in the comic. But I don't. I that's not. I don't know. I I, I do not buy. It might. I mean, this is a book that I might like see if there if it rounds into form because I like do like Kelly Thompson mm-hmm. and I do like the art. But I don't. It gives me no reason to buy number two. No. There's a double do not buy on star number one. Our next book. I'm sure there's a credits page in it. There it is. And page nine, that's where I put my credits, is Thor number one, written by Donnie Cates, art Nick Klein, colors Matt Wilson, letters and design, Joe Sabino. This first Thor comic not written by Jason Aaron in eight years now, nine years. Mm-hmm. Jason the Beard Aaron. Yeah. Um, pretty, you know, one from the, the torch has been passed so to speak both of us are big fans of donny cates and this book i i i like this book i think this is really good i think it looks donny cates really fucking likes galactus and and the power cosmic he does i I can't i can't fault him for that i mean i don't know it's just interesting seeing an artist and the patterns that they fall into I like I I I I do like Donny Cates and I do like this book and 
this is this is a weird mashup, a weird thing to do, but he's done a lot of weird things that are comic booky and stupid in the right way. Yes. It, his books are fun. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, do we need we need fun. It it's it it it's dense. A lot happens in one issue. It gets us a lot of different character uh in just a single issue, which I think Donnie's great at writing he's good at he understands it is one to, and a half times as it is yeah, that's true 33 pages instead of 22 it's almost like maybe artificial page limits on comic books are outdated and maybe we should just let him write as long as they want for an issue well i i i, I hate to tell you this those other those extra pages cost money they are not well, free after 22 i'm well aware because this comic book costs 5.99 yeah um but I don't know. I'm a, I'm a buy on this. It looks great. It's great. I I I like Thor. I like Jason Aaron's Thor. This feels like it's verving, swerving off in a different direction, mm -hmm. slightly, somewhat. Um, I'm all for going on some space adventures with Thor. Mm -hmm. Bye. Oh Lord, yeah. I think the, the the same way that that Hawkeye Freefall. I mean, it's not. It's not Fraction Hawkeye, but it still feels like a first cousin. It still feels good in the same way. I think this is the same thing. You know, it, it's, it, it looks at historical Thor and it feels big and epic and in those ways, but also comic booky and fun in a, in, a, in a way that Mr. Cates does. So it's good times. Yeah, double buy on Thor number one. Next up is X-Men number four, written by Jonathan Hickman, Art Leneal Francis Yu, inks Jerry Langland and Leneal Francis Yu, colors Sonny Go, letters Clayton Cows, Tom Muller on design. We, we're going to keep reading these books until they're bad, Eric, so we might be reading them for a while. You know, buddy, I'll take it if comic books are good. Yeah. Uh, this entire, this is, again, this is, it's really interesting that how this book ebbs and flows. Like, issue three was them fighting the Golden Girls, plant, plant terror, eco-terrorist Golden Girls. And this book, this issue is Magneto, Xavier, Apocalypse at a, a, a eating... They, they go to the fucking G8 summit or something. <laughs> yes, with a bunch of leaders and then try and get murdered and uh, Cyclops and, and Gorgon uh, murder a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I... It's a lot of talking interlaced with in incredible violence, and also also talking about how apocalypse literally ended the Bronze Age. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was there. It was me. I did it. <laughs> Why don't we have history of this moment? But it's mostly this is mostly just ethos of this new mutant nation and how they're going to respond to threats. Yes, please. Yeah, give me more. <laughs> this was fucking awesome. It's really good. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty great. It's it's pretty great. And getting to see Scott, you know, whoops, mass. I mean, Gorgon. It's expected. Um, but getting to Scott unleash unleash some power. Show why he's a captain. Why he's a leader. I'm always a fan of that. That's why I like Joss Whedon's astonishing X Men so much. Frankly, it's because it lets Scott not be a doofus. Mm hmm. So I don't. It's not complicated. If buy this book, this X Men is great. Hey, X Men's great. The apocalypse is in a suit. He is. <laughs> I didn't. 
I didn't know how much I needed Apocalypse in a suit. It's pretty fucking good. You cannot the call end me... End of the Bronze Age. You are not fit to call me any of those names. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's a double by X-Men number four. Our next book is... Continuing on the theme, X-Force number five, written by Benjamin Percy, Art Joshua Cassara, colors Dean White and Rochelle Rosenberg, letters Joe Carrigmania, design Tom Muller. Um, this book continues to be really gnarly. Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, what do you mean by, let's unpack gnarly. What, what, do you, what the fuck do you mean by gnarly? Uh, grotesque, or do you mean, do you mean like, both in the Ninja Turtles tubular Kind of both, honestly. It's both. I, okay. It's both because literally the the torso of Wolverine is mm-hmm. crawling around and attacking people, and then Forge takes both of his halves and jams them together so that they heal back. And I feel like you would have to be a little bit more precise than that. And Wolverine's the power he can figure it out. The healing factor figures it out. It does the math. I guess it's just magic then. <laughs> it kind of is. I mean, literally, they've had Wolverine go to hell every time he uh, mm-hmm. he's died and come back to life. So, yes, there's there, Wolverine breaks all the rules. But I guess so. And now we also have uh, Domino with Wolverine claws given to her by Krakoa. Basically, she has a Krakoa Omni weapon mm-hmm. on her arm, which is pretty cool. Uh, and seeing you mean an Omni tool from Mass Effect? No. It's an omni. Okay. It's a weapon. I don't. I mean, okay. may, maybe it could, it could probably turn into like a screwdriver. She really I guess needed. It does it. do a bunch of weird shit. Who knows? Um, but also, I really like seeing Gateway like be angry <laughs> and down a helicopter. Um, I don't know. This book's awesome. It's a it's a really nice counterpoint to X Men. This this it also has like an essay in the middle about Black Tom Cassidy becoming a plant man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I read. I liked it. I no complaints. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, I'm a I'm a buy. Josh Gasar is awesome. This art is great. This book. It's delightful. All the art is great. Art is great. Comic book art is like like incredible on a any issue. You could pick up any random comic book, and more off more likely than not, the art will be great. Yeah, it'll be drawn by a guy that makes $25,000 a year. Eric, why gotta bring us all down? Because it's true and people don't value art. I value it. Yeah, you do, but are you gonna pay $10 for that issue? I mean, if that's what it would take to get the artist what the money they deserve, then yeah. You'd you'd buy half the comics every... that That you buy... I'd... I don't know. Anyway, this I'm book a, is good. I'm a buy on X-Force number five. Eric, are you also a buy? No, I hate this book. It's stupid. You're allowed to say bye. Say bye. Okay. I bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right, Joey Fatone. Mm. Justin Justin Timberlake. I'm going to say that's the one That's the one that I know. Okay, Joey, Joey Buttafuoco. That's X- double by X-Force number five. Our last book of the week is Daphne Byrne number one, written by Laura Marks, art Kelly Jones, colors Michelle Madsen, letters Rob Lee. What in, what in the hell is this book? It's another, we've been reading all of these Hill House books. Oh, I know. I, I saw, I saw Joe Hill's 
face, his hair covered face at the end of this book. Mm hmm. I, I, I recognized him. Um, it's, it's, they, they, I think he went, I want a, a horror book that's drawn by Kelly Jones. I guess that's, that must have been his only criteria. Cause I don't know what in the fuck else is going on in this book. I mean, like, I know what's going on. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I recall you not liking Kelly Jones. I'm not a huge fan, no. Um, this is not unpalatable, but like, I also, I, I don't, I don't take a lot of good feelings out of this. It doesn't, I, I don't know. It feels a little generic to me. That's largely my complaint. Yeah, I think that's maybe part of it. It also doesn't go out of its way to tell me anything about why it's not generic, which is it's a bunch of haunted mansion bullshit tropes and no way to distinguish itself from that. Yeah, no, no real character in these characters, no real story to this story. Like it doesn't really establish a whole bunch that well it's okay daphne daphne is a spooky girl yeah and her dad's dead and they don't have any money and she sees ghosts were is haunted or cursed we that's the thing like it's just kind of vague and they have a seance that is a, a hoax and she goes like she sees spooky people and but she's upset about the hoax okay that's like that's the actual like bit of character there and she kills a pig at the end you know a dream pig and then there's actual blood in real life i don't but i what does that tell me about her i don't know i don't i don't know what's happening and like she wants to get back she, we don't like have any i don't know how does she miss her dad does she really really want to get see him alive again is this why she's doing we don't i don't i didn't take away any motivation for why any of this is happening it's just kind of happening kind of reminds me of old dc comics which is appropriate considering kelly jones um but easy comics told a single story usually in an issue and then they were done forever this is gonna be ongoing but you know i like i i am i think i'm like lukewarm on kelly jones in general i don't hate him or anything um I, 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 I mean i don't hate him either but I mean, I think it's fine, and I think the art in this is is exactly what you'd get from Kelly Jones. I just think that this again, it's a number one issue that just doesn't hook me. It's supposed to go pull you back in. It's supposed to compel you to want to read issue two. It has to get everything it can get in there, except so we. But it just feels like what's special? Why is this special? So it doesn't feel special to me, which is, I mean, hard when there's three hundred comic books that come out every week. But that's the that's mm. that's the world we live in. I'm a do not buy. Um, yeah, I I definitely have no interest in this book. That's a double do not buy Daphne Bird number one. I'll do it for floppies this week. We can move on to our next segment. It is time for checking in. Checking in is the bar show. Eric and I will talk about what we've been up to during the week. Uh, anything we've done, seen, played. Anything in the news we want to talk about? Even we done. I have a news item that I'd want to mention at least. And ask why don't you? Why why don't you tell me about it? Okay, so uh, first the news item, as Eric has required, 
Chris Somney announced his next project. It's called Firepower. He's working with Robert Kirkman. And I don't care who Chris Somney's, whatever writer Chris Somney's working with, I'm going to buy his mm. comic book because it's Chris Somney. But then this week, or maybe no, it was this week, they announced not only, oh, Firepower is coming out in April, issue one, issue one, technically. However, at the same time or just prior, they're releasing an entire graphic novel, a prequel graphic novel that sets up issue one. And I, I'll buy it. It's drawn by Chris Somney. I'm going to buy it. We might read it. But it, why isn't it just that issue one? <laughs> why the the first thing isn't that actually the issue one then if you're releasing it first and it sets up everything that happens in issue one i just i don't know it's it feels weird like is this like the direction that we're going in as a industry where they're just like is this like people is this somni and kirkman testing what an image ostensibly testing the waters of like well what happens if we just release a graphic novel complete all at once is this gonna will boost sales of the number one issue if we have a a, a collected thing that get, it gets people invested? Felt very strange to me. You don't see this happening anywhere else. Thoughts, feelings, Eric? Mm. I don't know what to make of it. It's eight issue graphic novel, comic book, whatever collection coming out before the first issue. I mean, isn't that just like hey? You and I both have preached, like, hey, why don't we just only release trades? Just release an arc, whatever that is, the length of an arc, all at once, instead of doing single issues. It feels like they're testing that. No? What? The, I'm confused. What? They are releasing an entire eight-issue collection prior to issue number one. It just sounds... I don't think... <laughs> okay. That's just releasing a whole other book. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's odd. I, I guess. Um, uh, okay. I guess it's just it's 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 not odd to do that because you have to release one book in front of another book, but to announce a book and then say we're doing a, a prequel for I, I don't know that doesn't that's a strange way to sell the idea. I know that is what I'm saying. It's like, hey, here's Superman number one. It's coming out in April. But before Superman number one comes out, we're releasing an entire graphic novel, Superman graphic novel, that establishes everything you need to know before you read number one. I'm like, well, I, I don't, I just, that's just awkward and dumb. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to buy but, it because it's Chris Somney drawing it. Yeah, I, that's. But I mean, why don't we just, just release them all as trades? Just do that. Why are we still nursing this dead single issue industry that's like why do i have to go to a comic book store every week why do i have to read issue by issue just give me a whole story because those people middlemen need to make money too diamond <laughs> diamond needs to make money yeah i suppose yeah i mean think of a million reasons like it's literally costs more for us to not have universal health care but someone in the middle makes money, so we don't fucking have it. So Diamond is Diamond Publishing is in the insurance industry. I, I mean, maybe. Okay, there's probably more complicated than that. But okay, I was I just, someone in the middle is 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 making money. I wanted to mention it because it popped up in my newsfeed and struck me as odd. I played a video game, Eric. Go, do go on. But but here's the here's the the catch. I also exercised while I did it. 
What? <laughs> it, I, 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 that I, creepy wee fit lady. No, there's no, uh, there's no lady. On you. There's no lady in this. Um, it's not one of them girly games. Uh, it's it's Ring Fit Adventure is a game for the Nintendo Switch. It's an exercise game, a fitness game. I don't know how it's a fitness RPG is what you're doing. Literally, there's leveling, there's gear, there's potions, sh- there's shakes, but whatever. There's hey, drink a broccoli shake, regain a heart. Like literally, it's an RPG. It is a video game. They are not hiding the video game part of this. It is really a video game. The video uh, game ass parts of the video game. Yes, exactly. It it's it basically is a Pilates ring, and you and you so you take one Joy-Con, you strap it to the Pilates ring, you take other Joy-Con, you put it on your leg with a little strap, and then it they ask you to do exercises and you progress through a level and you fight monsters by doing circuit training. I it it it's and you level up. <laughs> You get XP for doing exercises. He keeps track of how many squats you've done and how many overhead presses you've done and all kinds of stuff. Um, as you go on, you unlock more exercises. You unlock different ones. There's yoga, There's four different kinds of exercises. There's upper body. There's core. There's lower body. And there's yoga. The fourth, the fourth type of exercise everyone knows, yoga. Uh, I don't – it – I was I was dubious about it. I read a lot of reviews. They all were all the reviews I read were glowing. Uh, they said it's it's not just we fit again. It's a it's much deeper than that was. It's not just some dumbass balance board. Uh, th- they managed to get a lot of functionality out of just having those Joy Cons and the the motion sensors inside them. Um, it gives gives you it's uh, gives you a workout. It's hard. I, I'm dripping by the time I finish. Maybe like half an hour, 45 minutes of work. I am sweating like hell. I'm sore the next day. It's a workout. It's, it yells at you in a very positive way. Because it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's like a, a, a spinning coach. Kind of. But the coach is literally the ring. Because in the game, you find this magic ring, and then you were you were it, it has a little head on it, and it talks to you. Oh, and it. You said I thought you meant the fucking girl from the ring. No, no, the no, 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 no. The Pilates no, that's ring. That's bad. No, the Pilates ring has in. It's yes, like a cartoon. No, I, I follow what you mean now. But, but your villain is a giant, a giant ripped dragon, named Drago. And he's basically toxic exercise masculinity embodied in a giant buff dragon. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like ripped and he makes fun of you for being like out of shape. <laughs> and he like he's constantly like talk like exercising and like just makes it look effortless silly and, and also tells you to quit. You're never going to you're never going to get anywhere in your life and you're weak and blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. It's stupid. It doesn't really matter. Like, there's a story. It's mostly just like something to stare at while you're exercising. Yeah. Um, and he, it well, gives you, that's it gives you, need you some kind of entertainment. Exercising is really fucking boring. It is, and that's what th- this game does. It's gotten me exercising. I can do it in my living room. Uh, it's low impact. I, if you're looking for a thing like this, I would say watch some video of it. There's plenty of it on YouTube. 
There's people even speedrunning it. <laughs> if you go to the Game Facts page for this, there's people talking about they treat it. They're like, "Where's a what's a good level to grind for XP?" And they're literally just like, "How? Where's the best place to exercise so I can level up?" <laughs> it's really silly, but I like it. I I I want to do it more. Like it honestly compels me to come back to it and make exercise some more. And that's really all I want, honestly, out of any exercise program. And in general, you should enjoy. Uh, that's the first hurdle to climb is you should enjoy your exercise. So you do it because there's a lot of things that like it hurts. Literally <laughs> that's negative feedback. You need to do things to overcome that because it's incredibly good for you. Right. Uh, one last thing, Eric, I went to, a, I went to a movie theater and I saw a movie. Get the f- shut the front door. I know. I saw Knives Out finally. I've been wanting to see it for a long time, but I've just been too busy. Finally saw Knives Out. It's a very fun movie. I whole you and your you and your mysteries. I wholeheartedly recommend it. It's it's uh, as as a person who loves Clue, one of my favorite movies. Knives Out does. Uh, Ryan Johnson's always. I think his mysteries are his best movies. This is everyone in everyone in the movie is hamming it up going crazy with the insanity uh uh what's his face james bond i forget the actor's name oh daniel craig daniel craig is amazing as he's just very good he's as uh what is his name it's benoit blanc what that's That's his character his character's name is benoit blanc i believe uh he is the detective uh even though he is not the main uh, protagonist of our story but he is a, certainly a large part of the cast it's great it's hammy it's fun it is exactly what i want out of a movie going experience um i i recommend it it's if you haven't seen it yet it's really it's a good movie eric what have you been doing what's up a lot of stuff's happened bud a lot of stuff what's like what well since we recorded fucking wrestle kingdom has happened and oh no also we haven't talked two about... nights of wrestle kingdom that's true a return to uh, like the the first d- dynamite on New Year's Day, which I went to. Oh god! Let's talk about that first. Uh, oh, that's oh, wrestling. Okay, wrestling yeah. talk. We've never talked about wrestling never. before. We, it's we never talk about how it was, every day. How was the live dynamite? Oh, it was fun. It was just. I mean, I had a good time, and I'm glad that I went, and I'm glad that I went to a dynamite taping, and but I would have think i would have been just as happy watching it at home (laughs) um i mean it was another episode of dynamite which i think i would have it it wasn't like going to double or nothing where it was this big thing Mm -hmm. you know but it's it was nice it was a live wrestling event it it's about like all of the ones that i go to i've got a lot of them that i'm going to this year as well including shit next friday i'm going to see new japan in they keep saying in tampa it's in saint petersburg i mean what do you what do you want eric you know they're they're from japan they don't know where florida is it's true it's true i just go to the middle of america's wang and there we are I, i mean i will you i don't know it's the thing we've talked about eric New Japan not necessarily has everything together with their American shows. Mm-hmm. The G1 that we went to in Dallas was the one show that I think 
was the first time that they actually did a, a big New Japan show in America that wasn't like a weird, a, have mired in some weirdness. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like every other New Japan show that has happened in the U.S., something strange has happened in the, in or out of the ring. Um, but I, I mean, I'm sure you'll have fun. You get to see all those guys wrestle. Oh, I I'll be happy to. There's there's enough that it's worth it, and it's New Japan in the United States, and it's near me, and I would be an asshole to talk about this every single day of my life and then not go to the show. Um, you get to see Naito Two Belts. I can see Naito Two Belts. That's his new name. It doesn't have quite the pop of uh, Becky Two Belts. Yeah, alliteration will do that for you. That's true. I, 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 well, okay, well, we, I, we can't just he do it. He could be Naito two titles. We can't do, that's better. We can't do, be Naito, Night two titles. Oof, oof, I don't like that. Okay. That's, that's, that's trying just a little too hard. Yes, yeah, so we can't do a full Wrestle Kingdom discussion, but overall. No, it, it would be stupid to do that. I, most of, most of my thoughts and feelings about it have kind of ejected my brain. I am very excited for Mox in New Japan and the sort of what that might mean and how they're working us over this business deal with AEW. I really, I thought the Jericho Tana match was very good. It was. I had such a good time with it. It was a very good match. Uh, they know what they're doing, those two guys. Th- they're, th- there's, there was a lot of talent. Wrestle Kingdom was fucking great. Um, even if your boy didn't win, yeah, it's true. I was, I don't know. Like, I felt like no matter what happened, I would have felt disappointed by the four way. But I'll tell you what, Okada makes every Okada match is great. That dude knows what the fuck he's doing. You, you might even say he's the best wrestler in the world. He is on the short fucking list. He is goddamned incredible. He's very good at at wrestling. Yeah, he is. The his match with Kota was fabulous and I definitely got a lot caught up in the, in the match with Naito. I don't I don't know that I felt quite super sold on Naito winning, but it's a good direction. I Anyway, we don't really need to keep talking about wrestling because I will. <laughs> I think it was good. It's been good. Uh I'm going to be going to a AEW show next month here in austin good on you so that'll be i saw i did see that there was one in uh in the the austin area so that's lovely Mm -hmm. um anything else you want to talk about before we move on here nothing that i need to okay we can discuss (laughs) we can discuss the berserk it's not (laughs) i'm just laughing all right let's okay breathe deep breath there's a lot there's just so much we can move on to our our next segment. It's time for Nerdboy Book Club. Nerdboy Book Club is part show where Eric and I was signed a longer collected work and discuss it in depth like you would a book in a book club, except it is a comic book. This week we are discussing Berserk, volumes four through fourteen by Kentaro Mira. In our in our last Berserk adventure, <laughs> uh, Guts had gone to hell, saw Griffith. And then we got like the first couple chapters of his origin, guts, guts origin, and then this is 
like basically detailing how he became mercenary, how he met Griffith, how he met all the crew and the, and the all the mercenary crew, their journeys, Griffith becoming like to, for them to become knights, and then the downfall of all that, and getting us back around to the very beginning of this of the story, basically. Mm-hmm. S- sort of this this is this is what i wanted to expose you to i had never read it and had always wanted to read it um i had only experienced bits of the manga uh was very familiar with you know with at least somewhat with kentaro mura's art uh and the anime was just like a legendary thing like it completely blew our minds in like the late nineties, early aughts. Um, I think you need to get it off your chest right now because you're kind of beating around it. What, what, what are your, what are your overarching thoughts here? Um, overarching. Yeah. Uh, you seem to have some, some strong feelings bubbling up inside you. I liked it a lot. Okay. For a while. Mm-hmm. Most, I would say, most of it, the majority of it, two thirds mm-hmm. of it, and then I started really disliking it, and it, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just soured me so much on everything I, else I, that I had read. Right, I think we've kind of botched reading Berserk. If we had read all this in two episodes, mm-hmm. I feel like this would have <laughs> felt better for all of us. I don't. It's not the length that's the problem for me, Eric. I feel like it's a part of it. It's not the, it's not really the length. I mean, there's way more of this. My God, there's so much Berserk. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he's done this since the fucking 80s, dude. He's still alive doing Berserk. He will never stop doing Berserk. <laughs> it's just bananas to me that we just, they just make, make a manga. Just a guy's like, I'm just going to make a single comic the rest of my entire life. One piece is the same. Well, this uh, is the thing. People like Japanese people buy comics, so you can af- you can afford to. Fair enough. He didn't. He hasn't turned off the money machine. No, and I don't. I I don't particularly think he needs to. Like I I I. This is less story. This is less than there is. Speaking of the money machine, this is less than there is Walking Dead. I was gonna say this. Re- this made me feel how I felt about the Walking Dead. I get that. Um, it's the, the the world is that grim and gross and hopeless, and I think that tonally, I feel that. Like thinking back and how I felt reading this, that's how I felt reading The Walking Dead for sure. I get that. And I, and I like it's really when the demons stuff starts showing up, and after after here, it's after they rescue Griffith. Everything after that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take it. It's just too much. It's just too much. So the thing that's weird about that, like, and the, what they do, all, to- all that's like forty chapters, like ish, yeah, yeah. And it's like how many books is that? That's like book nine, ten, yeah. eleven, twelve, it's thirteen, like 10, something like yeah, that. It's like four books. It's approximately like you know, it's about half of what we read. A little bit under half, 40%, maybe, whatever. That is two or three episodes of the fucking anime. And I think that, like, Kentaro Miura, at a certain point, like, 
that's one of the things that's that's great and terrible about manga is it's written by people that are professional writers not because they're good writers they just fucking they like they make good drawings and they can make compelling stories but you get stuff that's flawed like this and someone that made the anime had that chunk of stuff and they're like oh well you don't need to tell 40 issues of this you you can tell that in the sh- a very short amount of time and the the rest of it is the whole rest of the fucking season it 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 is really dwelling too much on the wrong thing so i mean i i agree with you and it's i don't know it's weird i think that they don't edit themselves the right way or whatever it, it can t- i think it says a lot about what a fucking weirdo Kentaro Mira is. I think I think that's that's what's great and terrible about manga is something that's I would argue very great like this. It 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 shows it's warts and all. He's a fucked up strange person. Yeah, like, I I it's here. I I'm going to I'll break it down even further. Like the the plots the writing is sloppy when you get to that stuff at the end and at the end I, I there is no end so i can't say that the end of what we read the demon stuff and griffith and go, becoming a, a demon and or an arch demon or whatever he is it's really casca like mm-hmm. that's really my problem with it and oh yeah ultimately say i it's gorgeous throughout the art is mm-hmm. unbelievable but i would never recommend this to anyone i would say I would I would say yeah it's beautiful go, like go look at his go like look at his drawings like separate from the story but what they what he does to Casca is I I can't I can't defend it in any way like for and mm-hmm. and it makes me even more frustrated because up into a certain point I feel like Casca's a great character I really like yes. her his handling of her upsets me i agree and that's the thing um, like and it, and it definitely they he does a lot to try and build her up as this great woman warrior but really in a lot of ways she has zero agency in the story she's just like a helpless she's just like princess fucking charlotte who just sits there with her hands together and says oh goodness <laughs> like i uh, it's it is his and that's a big, I don't know, that's a big part of the fucking, like, virgin otaku weirdo that Kentaro Mira, like, outs himself as by doing this. Like, the fucking sex scenes in this are straight out of Hiratsuki Doji. He's obsessed with, like, demon tentacle porn manga, which I love, don't get me wrong, I think it's great, but it it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like two people connecting. It looks like fucking crazy pants. It's it's nuts. But no, his his handling of the women characters are just goddamn ridiculous. And I I just it's that ultimately it's that like I can forgive like what you said about you know why they're they're not great writers you know in the what we think of as great writers whatever. Mm-hmm. And I could forgive most of that stuff. Uh, it's just I can't forgive the Casca stuff. It's like. And you're right. She is large. Like, I kept waiting for her to, like, mm-hmm. do the thing. And, like, there's moments where I feel like it's peeking through. 
I'm yeah. like, oh, there's that's good, that's good. And, oh, they uh, they it failed there, it failed there. But it's mostly like I can deal with it. I could cut a lot of that some slack because of the time period, because of even though a lot of this stuff comes out much later than. But even I mean, hell, superhero comics still do it. Um, but I can you know say, oh well, you know we have we've made a lot of progress in the last five years, ten years mm-hmm. about female characters in comic books, but. When it gets to the point where she's literally a mute, like, um, like a amnesiac prisoner by the end of this, what we read, I'm like, really? And I really don't know where it goes from that. That always, that is a thing that I have known for many years, that that is how Casca ended up and that she was still a character and she's basically like her fucking psyche shattered because of what griffith did to her and that never really quite set right with me um i don't know it was a thing i knew was going to happen going into it but it's definitely one of the one of the biggest warts on this and it, and it's just and the and she's used basically just as a way i i and i griffith after he's turned to a demon rapes mm-hmm. her and then there's a little demon baby. I don't know why Griffin rapes her though. Either I mean, he's a demon. I know, but he, he still- does it because of the, the, the. I think just I try and justify a lot of this stuff, and for me, it does kind of come from his character that someone told him no, and he started doing these things to feel powerful. Is kind of how I've justified it. That like he saw, I guess more than anything, he just he became jealous of Gats with guts that that he saw him connecting with Casca and he he wanted all these things under his thumb and it made him feel weak. And it's when he lost to get to guts, he went off and raped the princess. There's a lot of rape in this book, like I'm uncomfortable seeing this much fucking rape in a story like i think that i'm not accustomed uh to it being used quite so much as a plot point it feels very like old-fashioned that way yes it does it feels but like this stuff is like you know 1990 1998 basically when we like it ends 1997 is when the last book came out yeah uh, it, the anime was being made in like, I don't know, 98, 99. We were watching it and fan fan subs in the early 2000s, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and it's and it's really strange how it starts off with if it like very demure and like the nudity is just like butts and we, there's no genitalia. And they're just Ken dolls. Like, it's all dudes at first, too. It's all mm-hmm. naked dudes, and there's no dicks at all. And you're, and it feels very, like, it, but extraordinary levels of violence. Like, the, the, we talked about the amount of gore just in, this, in the first three, and there's still that. There's incredible amounts of gore throughout this thing. I, th- think, I think that at a certain point, like, Berserk got slotted into, fully into the adult slot you know, and whatever publication it was being under. Mm-hmm. The, my understanding of 
berserk in Japanese is that it is, I can't remember what the lettering is called, but a lot of times when there's kanjis on a page, you know what a kanji is? Yes, yes. Should I explain it for readers? Probably. Kanjis are like Chinese symbols that are borrowed from Chinese. They're, they, they represent whole words and in combination with the other kanji can represent different words and it's one of the three main writing systems in Japanese, along with katakana and hiragana. Well, there will be, um, on some kanji, there will be hiragana to let you know what the word is. And it's for readers that don't know a lot of kanji, for harder words, for this, that, the other. Like a lot of anime and, and, and manga, particularly what we digest in the United States, is aimed at more basic, like younger people, you know, so mm -hmm. it's written in more basic language, which is why like you hear the same words over and over. And if an actual Japanese person talks to you, you're like, oh, I don't recognize anything that you just said. Um, Berserk is a level beyond that. It does not have the, um, the things to look up the kanjis. It uses all kinds of uh, very old fashioned words and very flowery and, and literal literary language, old kanjis, um, and is more challenging to read as a thing for definitely aimed at adult readers. And I think there's a certain point where it, it gets, it, it starts flexing that, you know, it's it gets darker, it gets more serious, it gets more deviant and sexual because it's telling it's trying to say something to that audience even more. But I mean, a, a part of it is just Kentaro Mira really likes that kind of media and wanted to draw that comic. Yeah. And, it, and I think that's part of like, frankly, I like I like all of the them as an army. Basically, yeah. that's part of the story is great because it's very simple and it kind of hones in on very like, I don't know, easy themes about, you know, mm -hmm. Griffith, his his ambition. And I, I I was kind of let down even that Casca and Guts became a couple. I I like them more apart as pe both people who admired Griffith so much. And I like I like them more as this weird this weird friendship where they both acknowledged they're both obsessed with Griffith. I thought that was very fascinating. Yeah. And when they became a couple, like it just became it it like when you talked about like she became a princess to be saved, it became more of that instead of oh they're an actual couple and they have trusted each other and they faith and this whatever. And then I, I wish Griffith. Like, oh, what you said earlier, like, you had to kind of figure out why he suddenly be does all those things, mostly because he lost the fight with Guts uh, when Guts wants to leave. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to fill that stuff in on yourself. It's not really there in on the page about why. Like, Griffith gets tortured for a year, and I'm sure that's terrible. Um, but instead of him getting, like, introspection about why he feels the way he does or he barely talks we get like we don't get a lot of long conversation with griffith a lot of it's just like him just like saying a command and people are like okay of course 
Griffith, I love you. You're this little thin man who's the best swordsman around, and you command armies. You're very, you're handsome. Oh, Griffith. Uh, it feels like that's everyone. Everyone feels that about that, except for like the 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 let's see the people that Griffith arranges to get murdered, basically in the kingdom, which are like what the the brother of the king mm-hmm. and the queen and accidentally i guess the kid the the little kid yeah when uh when guts fucks up his assassination really really badly i was gonna say i would not guts is not the guy <laughs> no he's not i would not i mean it needed to be it needed to be the main character right <laughs> but don't send guts to do that dude come on griffith you're supposed to be like a tactical genius and you yeah. said mr messy murder to do all this yeah <laughs> to be fair he did a really good job the second time yeah he but... had his lucky hat with him <laughs> we've made jokes about that lucky hat who's we me and the anime club oh, in the okay 90s. okay I, under- I i didn't know who we was yeah that's that's I just carry an anime club with me at all times. I mean, it, there's there. It, I know it's the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's called. It's it's, it's like half a Twitter. It's it's there. That's that's a conservative estimate. Yeah, I I, I just and I can de- like it, it, I it's a it, I I they're probably I mean there's still people who don't like they see rape on screen i don't think it bothers them the way that it no. bothers me i feel like some of it is maybe maybe justified and creates some character but like when the troglodyte guy and they they have him rape a woman just to show that he's bad i'm like okay yeah that's I see how that's lazy. I see how it's bad. My my other question, Eric, aside from all the rape and th- the descent mm-hmm. into demon hell, which set me over the edge of like, ugh, I just want this to end. I don't like. I'm not enjoying this anymore. Because mm-hmm. uh, it and it's back. It, it's a question about back around to the beginning of this, our first ep- our first episode of Berserk, where you were like, we read the wrong Berserk. And I'm like, well, this this is the beginning of Berserk. This is how it starts. Why? I know understand. I understand more closely why you felt the way you did, because I don't really understand why it starts there. Mm-hmm. Why start with after all this stuff has happened and then do a gigantic flashback? Do you have any theories? I have a theory, but I, don't I mean, know. I just feel like it's frame story stuff. Like, did you did you see that? sort of proto berserk that he wrote no i think that just like a lot of young people that like comic art they have their ideas they have their stories they have their precious darlings and berserk is just one of those things that that's what it started off as is he had this dark and troubled backstory for this guy who's the amazing swordsman and fights with a sword the size of a fucking minivan you know it was all these precious ideas and i don't know he's a fucking savant at making comics so he eventually made it um 
but you, what 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 are what what's what's in your crawl? No, is my question is was do you think this was one hundred percent intentional choice? I have no idea. I I imagine he did. I imagine he did what he had or what he he did what he could within time constraints. Certainly at the beginning, um, he he, and I think with the writing chops that he had. Um, I think that it might have been, I, I really, I, I, I have no idea. Kentaro Mira now releases stuff whenever the fuck he wants to. Right. It could be he had to do what he had the outline for. And in his mind, he had the backstory for all these characters lined up and the story of the band of the Hawk and all of this stuff. Um, and so much manga like this is written by the seat of its pants. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a miracle that the system works at all. It's a reason <laughs> that you get stuff that drags on forever. I mean, Dragon Ball is flawed. One Piece is flawed because like, there's just so much bloat and so much stuff because they're just like, okay, got to get another chapter out. And it's not like they, they often don't have enough time to structure it the way they want to and they have to draw like fucking i don't know 20 pages of fluff to give themselves enough breathing room and it, i don't know it's it's odd that way it, it, Cert it, go ahead i was gonna say as someone who has no knowledge of kentar muir or his mm -hmm. or, or or you know I, I know about obviously how quickly manga the turnaround of manga is at least for a lot of it um much like American comics that's expected to come out as quickly as possible um and destroy artists yeah uh it's supposed to if it's you're not really working if it's not ruining your life of course uh, the impression I get is very much those first three arcs are the they that's what he had in mind like that became concrete and by the end of it he realized Oh, this is how this all. This is his or he doesn't know the origin of the swordsman. He just fights demons. I think he was definitely working it out. I mean, he was a much younger person at the time. Right. And I think it feels like by the time we get to this Golden Age arc, it feels very much like, oh, this is who he is. I, I know this now. But reading all. I think he also might have realized that it's a lot more compelling. It is a lot more compelling. I'm I I found that first three books interesting, um, like and fun because one I, I hadn't been burned out on all the violence. After a while, you see so many people get chopped in half. In it's an incredible art from beginning to end, and it's all in like the way he draws action and 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 stuff is great. It looks beautiful. It's really compelling and dynamic. But sure, if I read this, you know over the span of months or years, it certainly wouldn't have that impression on me. And I feel like that's a lot of just like, Hey, you read any one thing in a relatively compressed amount of time. It's going to be like, Oh, this is just one note or it's just two notes. There's not a lot of depth here. You're not getting, cause yeah. there's not a lot of time to filter out the. Kentaro has got at best four notes. It's okay. Like it's when you watch, you know, you binge watch television from, mm -hmm. or the the eighties or something. And you're like, oh, this isn't very good because they didn't ex they didn't 
ever expect anyone to watch 20 of it episodes of it in a row <laughs> yeah you it, it, for things to be easy to 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 be easy to procure and to to for you to go through a lot of it at once it really changes the emotion around it berserk is basically a thing that's been impossible to get forever and with that mystique sort of worn away, I mean, I'm not surprised that you appreciate it less. The The lens that I see it through is a world different than, than what you do. Although, I mean, I think we absolutely see the exact same problems that this has. Because it's certainly fucked up and bad in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I, and I want to, like, say, oh, it's beautiful. It's just, I can't get past the the like it, it is a in a lot of ways it feels just like it goes down those problematic manga tropes of mm-hmm. you know of fan service and god how many times does casca get her butt drawn in the middle of she gets miranda shotted god even when she's not naked for no reason there's a lot of just there's Casca's butt right there in the middle of a panel for no reason, really. Um, and it, but it just evolves in, you know, like ten- the tentacle sex stuff, the rape, the, n- the female nudity while the men are clothed for the most part. No, I mean, it's guts get get gut shows his dong, I think, once, but it, I, you, you don't get a clear. It's still censored. Yeah. Griffith is a Ken doll, I guess. It's just that it's censorship. They're not really like that. I know. I understand. It's just very strange to me that um, you know, he likes he likes drawing nude women. He's definitely very homoerotic, too. There's I was, plenty of that. And I, I was so I, again, and that's also part of it was just like it's really fascinating to me how homoerotic the guts and Griffith stuff is in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It's so thick. I'm like, does he not? Re- does he realize what he's doing here? He has to, right? I I believe it's it's pretty it's pretty well established. I I don't know. But then it just just I disappears. I, I, I honestly I like it. <laughs> no, I do too. I think it's that's it's fascinating. It's great, and that's why I liked the him like they both want both Casca and Guts like want Griffith in one way or mm-hmm. the other. And then that kind of just is like they want his approval, but they're just it's not even anymore about sex or and like that kind of is less interesting to me about, you know, when you have guts, this expert swordsman who murders people, but also has funny feelings about this beautiful swordsman and leader Griffith. Like, that's fascinating. I want to see where that goes. It just doesn't go anywhere. Griffith becomes a hate demon for some reason. He's jealous, but he's also been just been safe for that. Was, like, he's got tortured for a year. Why does he hate Guts still? Guts didn't do all this. He's the guy to control your own responsibilities, Griffith. I think you, it's hard to say that to a guy that <laughs> if you had been tortured for, me, for a year and then a fucking like demon god came down and said, you're the chosen one. All you have to do is say, fuck these guys. <laughs> I mean, he, <laughs> you telling me you wouldn't do it. No, like someone had just peeled your skin off for a year and cut your dick off <laughs> i would i would say that and 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 you already blame this guy because he left you like like griffith is definitely making himself a victim here but like you can't tell me that like most people 
in that situation wouldn't do the same thing. Well, I mean, it just doesn't one the him getting the necklace back is so lazy, lazy writing like he just finds it and it's destiny. Whatever. It's like the one ring. Is that lazy? I mean, at least a little bit, honestly. Yes, a little bit. But <laughs> I'm not I love Tolkien. I think Tolkien's a great writer. But yes, uh, yes, it's, it's the very exact clear. same thing. The Behelet is like basically foreordained to him. Yeah, but we don't get a story about Gollum and it corrupting. A, like the story of Gollum helps helps me kind of accept the, the, the story of the one ring. Because you have this this pure innocent hobbit that has become this evil creature that needs redeeming at the end, uh, even if it is just him helping destroy the ring. In this, we don't get we just see the behelot drop into a sewer, and then fifty chapters later, it's in a pond somewhere, and he just finds it, and like he doesn't give me something else a little bit more. I'm not saying it's I'm not it's not unredeemable or anything but it feels lazy and what i don't get the full understanding of what a demon gets like i don't know what these demons are like they're just like all powerful i guess it it really i don't know i couldn't tell you much more based on what i know because i feel like we at this point our berserk knowledge is just about equal <laughs> i just I, um, I i guess it's a lot of it is probably like Maybe it gets explained later on about what these demons actually are, where they came from. But this, all this, it, 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 I will also admit that the way that the, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for, Eric? Why can I never remember goddamn words when I need them? Uh, it's, it is, well, I mean, the, you need words all the time. That's very true. So that's, that's, that's now, why. Uh, the, 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 the weird dream sequences i guess where we're just getting demons kind of in silhouette or whatever and big text of like <laughs> causality blah, 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 like just weird like gobbledygook and it's and it's just like the the it's uh you need to get to the castle this all <laughs> i'm just, i'm just like <laughs> like maybe it just it feels very vague it feels very i like mm -hmm. i am i'm all for the corruption of griffith and like yes his story i like griffith as a villain yeah. and like he's very like the whole time i'm like as we're going through him as just a person with a part of the story i like it's very clear like oh yeah he's not like everyone else in this group he wants to be king he wants to be in power and he's willing and he uses all these people to do it and they worship him because he has this charisma and because of his is basically because he's pretty um and, and like there is this subtle like oh well he this is what he wants he doesn't want a person he doesn't want a relationship he just uses you he you belong to him like that's what mm -hmm. he like he tells guts like you you are mine now and that's really interesting compelling and then suddenly he gets tortured for a year which is terrible uh which i don't really like that either i don't like it in game of thrones when they use torture as like a storytelling device or whatever either but it's it's very much like oh now he's been tortured and now it feels very sudden the heel turn it's just like boom they 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 mm. fight the big monkey man and then well to be fair they did it 
in like 55 issues so it's not that sudden <laughs> i understand but it's a lot more fighting monkey I mean, man in, pl- in, in, in plot points it's definitely sudden in, yeah in in chapters it's fucking not well it's more like i would like less fighting the monkey man maybe mm. he was completely cut out of the anime i had no idea who the fuck he was he really was like I I honestly I liked his little side story, but it was completely inconsequential, and I kind of didn't. It didn't really. I feel like there's a lot of stuff in here, and particularly the first fifty-ish issues, I thought were very good, and I thought there's a lot of scenes that it, it shows a lot of character and plot. You know, it it, it like everything was pretty tidy. And then it's just like, blah, <laughs> stuff that I really enjoy looking at, but wish there was maybe about a th- one third of. Would you recommend this? I love it. Um, that's not that's not what I'm asking. I can definitely think of people that I would recommend this to, but it's fucked up and dark. And it honestly, like, I don't know. I feel like if you enjoyed the first couple, like I'm surprised. I don't know. I'm surprised you can't see past the warts in this a little bit better than you are because it like, I don't know. It 100% has some problems, but like, I don't, I don't want tentacle rape in any comic book I ever read, Eric, ever, (laughs) ever. There's zero cases of it where I want it. Okay. (laughs) Zero times. Demon rape. Also, also true that we fundamentally differ on. I want it zero times. I don't care. Even if you use it perfectly, if there is a, such a case, I don't want it, it zero times. It is a thing that is that exists. I, oh, I, I own I, copies I of Yuratsuki Doji, my own self, and I, I, I think that they're fucking beautiful. I think they're horrifying and terrible, but I still, I still really enjoy them. And I, I, this is not quite the same thing, but it's got some similarities. I mean, I would recommend those first three books. So I never read, don't read, or read up to like issue book, what, 50 or whatever. And right when Guts leaves uh, Griffith, that's when, stop reading there. I completely disagree. I don't need anything more. These these last, it's too much, but it's fucking insanely gorgeous. Uh, you're, you, I I can go other places for my insanely gorgeous art that doesn't have really bad female characters that get fridged and raped just to advance plot. You know, I think, I think you're being a little strange about it. It's like, are you going to go burn all of your novels that, that have like, it's, it's a fucking comic, man. I I don't know. It's definitely, it's too much in a lot of places and I don't fucking, have to read that shit like it's on my screen right now and i'm just like okay this is ridiculous i mean that's part of it though you can't just say that it doesn't encounter. I, I i understand that but i can choose to read things there's still plenty of this that's good there's plenty of this that i really like and it's very fundamental to to who i am and my development as an artist and it's the thing that i've always wanted to read and i still in general really like it when you talk about what manga is it's this this is like this is one of the stars in the fucked up sky it's fucked up weird shit but made by weird ass virgin otaku like kentaro mira 
I I don't need it. I don't need I don't need it. I mean, like if you're it, like I can, I don't need it. Like the I'm sure, like yeah, if you want to talk about like canon and the bad stuff in the canon of any art form, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of bad, yeah. a lot of problematic things. Now looking back, and largely. I'm happy that a lot of that stuff is getting excised as you, you talk about it. You say, this is important because of this reason, because at the time it was progress, it was important because of the way this artist is talented in this specific way. Cause they're they're They can draw beautifully because they have a way with the word, the way they write, et cetera, paint, whatever you want to talk about. Largely. I, you know, I'm for going, it also is incredibly offensive for these reasons, and we don't need to study it anymore. We can put it in the archives. We don't have to burn it, but we also don't need to teach it. Like, and there's there are certainly cases where no, there's you can use rape as I think as a as a proper storytelling tool. It just has to be incredibly. I skillful. don't think it should. I I really don't think it should be used at all. I mean, like, it, I think nowadays if you were going to do this i would say like no don't don't do that like i don't think any new chapters of berserk should have it mm. like i think it's reprehensible but this is definitely still a thing that was in the past i don't know i think it's weird to look away from it particularly when there's plenty of it that i enjoy and i i don't know i'm not gonna write something off because he's a fucking idiot and he put a bunch of dumb shit in there I don't know. It, it it does not really offend my sensibility that much. I don't see any reason to write it off, despite being insanely fucked up. The being, being fucked up's the point. I don't know. I've read fucking Boiled Angel. I don't particularly like being mired in the fucking grisly shit. But like, I don't know. It. I don't look away from it either when it's there. I'm glad that I read this. I've always wanted to. I'm... I don't think I am anymore. I was for most of it. And then the demon rape and then all that. Like, the just the lot of just Casca. Poor Casca. Poor, poor Casca. I, I could not agree more on that. And I, it's just a bridge too far. It's the I agree. straw that broke a camel's back. Um, the last... I was looking at the list of the chapters. The last one was released in 2018. Oh, was it? Yeah. Doesn't seem right. And then 2017 was the previous book, and then 2016, and then 2013, 2011. So they're much, like you said, whenever what he are wants you talking to. About this stuff? That's impossible because I fucking watched the anime for it 20 years ago. The manga, chap, book 40, September 28th, 2018. You mean current stuff, not in these chapters? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I said the most recent Berserk was released in 2018. I knew that he was still releasing it. He's got a very sporadic, um, he's got a very sporadic release schedule. It was like one a year for a while, and then now, mm -hmm. now I guess I don't know. The last chapter that's posted on this website, Casca is speaking. Oh yeah, I I went I've read while in the midst of this, Eric. I've been poking through her wiki, and mm -hmm. it, it doesn't. It takes a while for her to get to back to being a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
anything that you're saying that's a problem with this, I agree with you. I just don't, I, I just like it. I like fucked up stuff. I like your Atsuki Doji. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's the, the tentacle porn. Okay. And uh, manga and anime. Have you read Kintaramir's other, you Duranki, apparently? Never heard of it. It's apparently that it's the book that he's been doing more often recently than it. That are you okay? What was that? Sorry, your 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 uh, chickens fell over. Oh no! <laughs> Look at all those chickens. Um, Look at all those chickens that fell on the ground. Yeah, I uh, apologize for the noise. I have never heard of it. It's but it's the reason that Berserk has kind of fallen to the way. It doesn't surprise me. He's doing something else. I mean, it is. I think. How does that sound? With that noise in can the background? You, can you hear it? A little bit. They fucking vacuum here every day. Do you know how many people come in and out of this place? Like, four. Like, we don't need this much fucking maintenance. It's insane to me. Drives me nuts. No, Kentaro Mira's a fucked up dude. Maybe I shouldn't enjoy his stuff. I really like his art. I mean, his art's amazing. I'm not yeah, gonna... it's fucking tremendous. You know who's got a bunch of his fucking uh, books in his studio? I guarantee Daniel Warren Johnson. So does a lot of fucking artists that I know. He's fucking incredible. He's a fucking virgin otaku strange person. Kentaro Muir revealed that the story of Berserk is approaching its back half. <laughs> this is the way, this is the way that fucking, like... That's in 2019, this interview. Yeah. It's approaching the back half. I mean, that's the way that manga goes. They just, it runs forever. I don't know, man. Japanese people are different. All right, Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy? I don't know. Jeff Foxworthy. What is, what? He might be a red, I don't know. I don't know, for some reason I just had to, I can't. I've had too much caffeine today, Eric. Well, at least you bought a case of of sodas for a dollar. It was well, it's twenty five dollars for twenty four of them with free shipping. Yeah, so I get it tomorrow. <laughs> One day shipping. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, Berserk? I don't know. I kind of keep wanting to talk about it. I'm uh, I'm surprised you're as horrified by it as you are. But I mean, I I definitely like full on agree. With everything that you've said, I'll make that clear. Like, the only difference is, is I still really like this fucked up thing. I mean, I'm not, I guess I'm glad I know what it is. You can not like it, but it's I don't, okay. But I'm not going to read any more of it. I, I don't, do you, I don't Are think you? I want to read any more of it either. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like you want to read no, all of it. I, I, this is the kind of thing that... Like, I would want to own, like, some nice, like, artist's editions, you know, of of some of these manga, you know, just nice print, like, large pages. But do I want to read more of this? No, like, I don't. I, I think that there were some seeds of a very good story that I think. I think if if Mira had 
the right collaborators, it could have been like perfect. And I do think that the original old anime takes a lot of what's good about Berserk and distills it into something that is much better. And everything else since then has gotten it very wrong. I think there is more bad Berserk than there is good Berserk. And I think that kind of what Berserk became after after this is not it to, to, to my knowledge is not good it's not trending well i don't need to necessarily read more of this but i would definitely buy it just for the art and i'm glad that i finally read this i i still i still really like berserk oh i'm just trying to wrap my head around the idea that 20 years in it's getting to the back half um 30 problem, years 30 yeah, years that's in. just Oh that's just God. the thing that fucking manga costs say they there's never a reason to write a story this long. I mean, I will agree with you that everything that was in here, even I don't know when you have to draw this much shit, I think it really distracts you from telling the right amount of story. <laughs> fucking Ichiro Oda said the same thing 10 years ago. 12 years ago and he was wrong because <laughs> it's it's there's more there's twice as much one piece as there was then and he said he was halfway through it and he fucking lied because <laughs> it would have been over twice then it's still not i think but that... i mean i don't know manga is a weird way to do things and ultimately like i like that I like that single vision thing because it gets you something that's raw and pure and oftentimes like it, it in, in the way that you can look at great works of art in a museum and see the life story of a great artist in the way they make art. It's the same thing here. You see some fucked up shit about who, Kentaro Miura is. I don't think he's ever transformed into a demon and raped anybody. So I don't know. I think it's probably okay. It's there's there's worse things in the world, but I mean I don't know. I don't. I I your your objections are I think well founded because it's fucked up. But in the end of the day, it's just another fucked up comic. I think that's a good note to end on, Eric. Yeah, I think it is. That'll do it for our Berserk discussion. Next time in Book Club, we're going to be reading Peter Cannon Thunderbolt by Karen Gillan and Casper Wingard. I think we read two issues of it, and we just got a peek into what that thing is. It's a, a, a meta, meta, meta book. It's a Karen Gillan mas- you know, special, you know, where he, it's not just a meta it's a meta it's like three layers of of meta narrative going on like the people in it are like fans of watchmen and then the character like who knows um but we're, we'll talk about that we'll we'll discuss superheroes some next time it's a it's a single volume very digestible you can read along with us um that'll do it for us today uh, we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com. Links to everything there. Our Facebook, facebook.com slash handsomeboyscomicshour. Our Twitter at HBC Hour. And you can email us at handsomeboyscomics at gmail.com. Uh, if you like the show, please subscribe. 
uh, and leave a very nice review on an Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you use. Tell your friends. All those things help us out, help us find new listeners. We really appreciate it. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman, and my website is RobbieDorman.com, where you can find links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my novels, including my newest novel, Underneath, a story of body horror and paranoia in Antarctica. Uh, great for fans of the thing and the terror. You should go buy it because it's great. Eric, where can I find you and your things online? You can see my portfolio at freewillunlimited.com and many of the things I get up to online at ericsygoodnight.com. Uh, that includes my Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, where I'm not on all services as Easy Goodnight. You know what, folks? We will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll.